Hey guys, it's Animal Kingdom Animated. It's Haley, and you guys are just in time for this week's episode for our podcast, which is going to be Lady and the Tramp 1 and 2. So I'm going to be talking about both movies, but I'm going to focus on uh, primarily the first movie. And Shiva is so excited that we're going to be talking about dogs. That he just can't... Oh, now Kiko wants to join in on this too. On all the fun. Because we're going to be talking about doggos. Isn't that right? Yeah. Here we go. Oh, let there be light. Oh my gosh. It's a very interesting doing a podcast with two doggos now. Good boy. Lay down. All right. So we're going to start with the first movie, just Lady and the Tramp, and then I'll tell you some of the cool things about the second movie that was made. So Lady and the Tramp is a story about two unlikely dogs who fall in love, Lady, who's a Cocker Spaniel from a high-end neighborhood, and Tramp, who is a mutt who lives in the nearby railroad station. This was released on June 22nd of 1955. It is a 76-minute feature, and the idea actually for this movie actually came from a short, Happy Dan and the Whistling Dog, uh, and then on one of the references that I was looking up it, looking it up on, it said Happy Dan the Cynical Dog, which was kind of weird. Shiva, leave it alone. Now, we get the story title Lady and the Tramp, but in early scripts, Tramp's name was actually changed a couple times. It was Homer, Rags, and Bozo. So it could have been Lady and Homer, Lady and Rags, or Lady and Bozo, but we ended up Lady and the Tramp. And in the 1940s script, uh, that is when the Siamese cats were introduced, Si and Am, but they were actually named Nip and Tuck. So we've gone through a couple name changes throughout the script and the production, which ended up to be Lady and the Tramp. Now, Peggy Lee, who uh, voices a couple of the animals, uh, as well as just characters in the film, uh, helped promote the film on the Disney TV series, explaining her work with the score as well as singing a few numbers. And the character, Aunt Sarah, who brings those two Siamese cats into the home, uh, actually got softened for the final release in early rendering. She was actually more overbearing and meddling and more of that mother-in-law type status is what was according to my source. What do you think, Shiva? Uh, again, back to Cy and Am. They were actually supposed to be in the scene when Tramp gets the rat, so they were have to. They were supposed to have more of an influence within that scene, but then they got cut. And Jim, more name changes. Jim Deer and Darling's original names were actually dropped due to emphasize Lady's point of view. So they actually had names in the beginning, and then they decide they decided to change them to just 
Jim Deer and Darling, which were kind of their nicknames for each other, to emphasize that's what Lady heard them called all the time. Now, a lot of the production, there we go, a lot of the production and theming behind this movie actually came from a lot of real life things, uh, and I guess it is a 70 minute animated feature. It is the second movie to have Roger Bart and Susan Egan as singing voices. The first one is Hercules. So Roger Bart is Scamp as well as Hercules. And Susan Egan is Angel <coughs> as well as Megara. Don't you just love it when your dogs decide to start fighting in the middle of your dog podcast? <laughs> um, I just ran into the door. <laughs> okay, anyway, back to this. Um, where, did I, where did I start? Oh, uh, Lady and the Tramp 2, Scamp's Adventure, also has a storyline um, very similar to The Lion King, so there's a lot of similarities in between those two. It was actually supposed to be re released in 2000, but it actually got um, postponed until 2001. It also won an award for Best Animated Character Performance at the 201 Video Premiere Award DVD Exclusive Awards, and those awards went to Scott Wolf and Andrew Collins. It was vaulted April 30th of 2013, and if you guys think that there is a voice, again, that sounds very familiar to another voice that you've heard if you've watched this movie before, you've gone and watched other movies, that's because, again, you're not crazy, you've heard this voice before. It is the voice of Lady, and it is voiced by Jodie Benson, who we all know as Ariel in The Little Mermaid. And I honestly didn't even know that was the same voice until I did all of this info and I was like, no way she voices it. So then I, of course, I had to watch it again and I was like, that's totally Ariel's voice. So like, that's all I could see then. <laughs> Alright, so that is all of the general information I have for you guys for the movie. So I'm going to talk about the animated characters that you guys can see and I only wrote down the characters in the first movie. Um, but I can try and mention the characters that you see in the second movie. It's not that much of a difference, though. So the characters, animated characters that you see in this film are Lady, who's a Cocker Spaniel, Tramp, who is a mutt, so we really don't know exactly what he is, Jock, or Jacques, who is a Scottish Terrier, Trusty, who is a Bloodhound, there's the Rat, there's a pet fish that they have in the household. It's not a goldfish, but it's a pet fish. I don't know what kind of fish it is. Uh, there's horses. There's the Siamese cats, Siam. Am. There's the zoo animals. So there's the beaver, the hyena, the monkey, and the alligator. And I think I might have missed maybe one or two. I think there's like a lion in the back or something like that. But again, zoo animals. There are the dogs in the pound. There are too many to try and look up. Uh, there is a parrot you see at the pet store when she's getting the muzzle from Aunt Sarah. And then there are the stray street dogs 
And then in Lady and the Tramp 2, there are the, uh, again, the stray street dogs and the junkyard dogs. And I think that is it. Oh, you see Cyan Am again in the second movie. Um, but again, that's it. So there's not very many, I guess, new characters that you didn't see before in the first movie. But there's Lady's three daughters who are all look like baby Cocker Spaniels. And then there's Scamp who looks like a mutt. Just like Tramp. Yeah. Alright, so we are going to take a short break and then I am going to come back and I am going to talk to you guys about um, two of the characters. We're going to talk about Lady and Jacques. So stay tuned. Inspiration. Uh, some of which is actually from the people that helped produce the movie. So, like Walt Disney himself, he actually gave his wife a chow puppy as a gift, and it was also in a hat box, just like that opening scene when uh, Darling gets Lady from Jim Deere. And Lady was actually themed, I guess, or kind of characterized after one of the producers, the dogs who was a Cocker Spaniel. And the spaghetti scene is actually a frequently parodied scene in other Disney films. It actually took a higher figure than any other Disney movie at the time. It was named 95th out of the 100 Greatest story Love Stories of All Time by the AFI and Beauty and the Beast was ranked 34th. Uh, and this is one of the super rare movies that actually doesn't have a true antagonist. So we don't know whether it is the rat, or Cyan Am, the Siamese cats, or if it's Aunt Sarah, or if it's the dog catcher. So we have a lot of like minor antagonists that make up the movie and help shape the movie, but we don't have one true antagonist that's focused on in the movie. This also won the award for the best foreign producer at the 1956 David D. Donatello Awards. Now, the second movie of Lady and the Tramp, which is called Lady and the Tramp 2, Scamp's Adventure, was released directly to video February 27th of 2001. So they'll be coming up on their 19th anniversary here in February. And it is about Lady and the Tramp and their family a couple years later. So Lady and the Tramp are now dog parents to three little girls and one mischievous, rambunctious boy who is Scamp. Alright, so maybe he won't jump up again and 
mess with us again. Alright, so, like I said, we are going to be talking about Lady, who is a Cocker Spaniel, and then we are going to continue on with her neighbor Jacques, who is a Scottish Terrier. So I'm going to start with the actual characters. So Lady is the female protagonist in Lady and the Tramp 1, and she actually is a minor character in the sequel. She was the Christmas present of Jim Deere to his wife, mm -hmm. Darling, and she is the, or she falls in love with Tramp, who is the mutt. In the first movie, she is voiced by Barbara Luddy, and like we just mentioned before the break, she is voiced by Jodie Benson in the second movie. And because she is so naive, Tramp calls her Pidge or Pigeon, so that's where he gets her nickname from. You can actually also see Lady in a couple other uh, Disney franchises. She's also seen in a cameo in 101 Dalmatians during the Twilight Bar. She is at the end of This Is Your Life, Donald Duck. She's in Bonkers in The House of Mouse. You can see her shadow at the end of Lion King One and a Half. She's in Kingdom Hearts and she is on one of the little billboard things in Ralph Breaks the Internet in Oh My Disney. Uh, she can also be seen throughout the Disney resorts and parks. And in the early development, something cool is that Lady was actually going to kill the rat instead of Tramp. And after breaking free from the doghouse, Lady remains silent for the remainder of the film. So we don't hear her talk or bark or anything anymore. Which I didn't even notice until I wrote that down and I was like, oh, yeah, I guess. So. I have to take a nap after this. I'm so tired. Alright, so now I'm going to talk about the Cocker Spaniel, which is what she is resembled after. So, Cocker Spaniels rank 30 out of 195 on the AKC breed popularity. Much of this information I got from the AKC breeding site, and then the other stuff I got from like a vet, web, smarts, something like that site. So, it's all very reliable. Males can be about 14 and a half to 15 and a half inches and weigh about 25 to 30 pounds. And the females can are only about an inch shorter than them, so anywhere from 15 and a half to 14 and a half inches, so nothing terribly big. Uh, and they only weigh about 20 to 25 pounds. Their average lifespan is about 10 to 14 years, which is pretty average. They are in the sporting group in the AKC, and they are the smallest member in that group. They are known to be gentle, smart, and happy. They will come in a variety of colors and patterns. So you've got, or so everyone has a pattern to please them. They love playtime and nice breakfast walks. 
They are great with kits, but they do require a daily brushing and they occasionally shed, uh, but they are known to have long coats. So that is why they require that daily brushing is to keep it nice and not knotted and untangled. And they actually originated in Spain as bird hunter helpers and that is why they call it the Cocker Spaniels because um, they specialized on the woodcock so they were called the Cockers. I didn't put a little dot for that. <laughs> Uh, they were actually one of the first nine breeds registered by the AKC in 1878, and AKC was founded in 1884. I keep yawning, I don't know why. Uh, now, with any dog breed, they are known to have a couple of health issues including something called disc disease, so it's kind of like a herniated disc, uh, something called cherry eye, cataracts, glaucoma, hypothyroidism, congenital deafness, uh, ear infections, uh, and then there is an autoimmune disease that they can have called AIHA or A1HA. Uh, and it's not all detectable in puppies, but some will accumulate over time with their age. Um, now some cool things about Cocker Spaniels, some other connections, is that Oprah Winfrey actually owns or had two Cocker Spaniels. I don't know if she still has them or not, because they only live about 10 to 14 years. Um, and Ralph Lauren actually custom designed a cashmere sweater, the color of Oprah's Spaniels in 2010. And she gave those sweaters to the audience members at her quote, favorite things extravaganza. So. And just like in the film, uh, Lady's tail is docked. It's normally docked when they are puppies at about three or four days old and uh, there's a lot of uh, I guess uprising or like unsteadiness about docking their tails because it is a cosmetic procedure nowadays but back in the days they would dock their tails because it would protect their tail from injury out in the field so then they were helping to hunt and bring in those birds it would help them whether it be going through the brush and the shrubs to get it. Now the next animal I'm going to talk about is Jacques, who is the neighbor of Lady. Like I said, uh, he's a major character, he's a neighbor, he is the best friend of Trusty, who is the bloodhound, who is Lady's other neighbor as well. Uh, he is the sweet and loyal, but yet aggressive at times, and he is the smallest of the little group of the three doggos. And he is actually a fearless protector of those he cares about. You can kind of see that come out um, for a lady when the tramp comes in and he's like, yeah, this 
baby's gonna ruin your life, blah, 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 and Jock like, kind of gets in his way, and he's like, hey, don't talk about lady that way, blah, 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 yeah. So you can see him in a bunch of other um, Disney platforms as well. He makes a cameo in the 101 Dalmatians, the series. You can see him in the second movie. He makes a cameo in 101 Dalmatians during Twilight Bark. You can see him in Oliver and Company during Why Should I Worry, that song. It's a good song. He is in The Goof Troop. You can see him in The House of Mouse. And he is actually, whoa, it's cool. He is in the second 101 Dalmatians movie during the tryouts. I don't think I caught that when I was watching 101 Dalmatians. So I'm going to have to try, like watch that one more time before I do that podcast. Let's see if I can find him. So Jacques is voiced by Bill Thompson, who also voiced Mr. Spee. And in the second movie, Lady in the Tramp 2, he is voiced by Jeff Bennett, who, again, oddly enough, voices Smee in Return to Neverland. But the big change comes in 2019, if you guys watched that movie. Um, it just came out in the live-action Lady in the Tramp. Jock is actually changed to Jackie in the 2019. 2019 live action remake and is voiced by Ashley Jensen who is a um, Scottish voice talent so that was the biggest change and like the biggest throw off that I saw in the remake and the 2019 live action version was that it was a girl voicing uh, I guess Jackie or Jock and I was like, wait, 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 what? <sighs> okay. So on to Scottish Terriers. So they are ranked 57th out of 195 for AKC breed popularity. They're only about 10 inches high. Females can weigh about 18 to 21 pounds and males can be about 19 to 22 pounds. So they're roughly the same weight. I think my dog wants up, but I don't know where she is. So my dog actually kind of looks like Lady as well. She's got that same like nice like brown red coat. Alright, uh, back to Scottish Terriers. They live about 12 years. They are in the Terrier group. What a surprise. They are known to be confident, independent, and spirited. They actually have a wiry top coat and a soft, dense undercoat. Their colors can include black, how we see shock. They can also be a Wheaton yellow, so like a really kind of like light tannish, I guess, or a brindle stripe pattern, which is kind of like a brown gray type thing. Uh, they have the, don't really know what this meant uh, when I wrote it down, but they have a business-like working style, so apparently they're very methodical. Um, yeah, I don't even know. Uh, they are aloof to strangers, but they make great watchdogs. 
they are known to be can can canton cantankerous 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 i don't even know how to say that around other dogs sure <laughs> um you should groom them so like trim them down about two to three times a week and they do occasionally shed uh, and clipped coats can be or could be maintained on a six to eight week schedule so like wash them two to three times a week maybe like trim them down a little bit uh, yeah but then like actually going in and grooming them about a six to eight week schedule which I feel is pretty regular for dogs so these guys do enjoy playtime, but they also uh, thoroughly enjoy a nice, good walk. <laughs> um, they have been nicknamed Die Hard during play hard during playtime uh, because they won't stop or let go until you do, which is kind of like my dog Shiba. I say drop it, and he doesn't, so then I have to drop it, and then he's like throw it, and I'm like, well, you have to drop it. There's like no. So it's fun. Uh, Scottish Terriers are good for small homes or apartment living. They are trainable, but they don't do well with sessions over 15 minutes. Um, they also don't like repetition, so you should get creative with your training sessions. They can get bored very easily. So train them in the bedroom one day, go and train them in the you know, kitchen or the living room or uh, the dining room. I don't even know. Train them in your bathroom. Um, and don't be like, sit, sit, lay down, sit, lay down, sit, you know, like vary it up. So have them start laying down and then have them roll over. And then when you train them a couple days later, have them start with sit and then do stay to keep them engaged. Uh, but they do great responding to vocal tones. So telling them that they're a good boy and they did great is going to be a lot better of a positive reward than just a treat. So and what I like to do with my dogs is I like to, you know, I'll ask Kiko to sit. And I'll be like, good girl. And I'll tell her she's a good girl, but I won't inflex my voice very much. So then I'll just have her sit for a while and I'll see how long she sits for. And then when I'm satisfied, then I influx and I'm like, good girl! And then I give her a treat and head pads. Yeah, you. <laughs> She's like, me? Yeah. And I'm working on that with Shiba as well. I just did that actually with him earlier today with some um, training. I had him sit for an extended period of time. I kept telling him, good boy, but I didn't influx it as well at all. It's just like, good boy. Good boy. You know, you know, periodically, and then when I was done, I was like, oh, good boy, and I was all excited, gave him the treat, gave him a little head pat. I think a lot of dogs are very responsive to vocal tones. Alright. Okay, back to Scottish Terriers. Again, I keep getting off track, but it's so easy since this is a podcast about dogs, and I have two dogs at my house. And the next podcast is going to be about dogs as well. So it's just going to be like a, a whole slew of dogs recently. It's 
can't uh, complain about. <laughs> like I said earlier, Scottish Terriers are known to be independent, uh, but they are also alert and responsive, which again makes them those great watchdogs for you. They were developed to be able to hunt things like rats, foxes, and badgers, and they are actually said to be the oldest of the Highland Terriers. And they registered with the AKC back in 1885, along with 14 other breeds. So all of a sudden in 1885, they were like, let's get all the dogs on the list. So, um, the first show to have a class for the Scottish Terrier is actually not until 1860. Um, so again, some health ailments that Scottish Terriers can suffer from include things like cataracts, progressive retinal atrophy, neurological problems, brain cancer, bladder cancer, bladder stones, uh, it's something called Cushing's disease, hypothyroidism, something called von Willebrand's disease, hemophilia, and deafness. There are also because those are a little bit more like common, especially with like age, but super specific like Scottish Terrier diseases or uh, illnesses include craniomandibular osteopathy, Scotty cramp, cerebular abio abiotrophy, and temperament problems. So. If you don't work with your Scottish Terrier, they have been known to have more so of a temperament problem and be a little bit more aggressive or a little bit way too responsive and alert. Um, yeah. And then some cool facts about other animal or other animals that have owned Scottish Terriers. Well, other people who have owned Scottish Terriers include Presidents FDR. Um, Eisenhower and WG double what <sighs> maybe I didn't nap after this presidents FDR Eisenhower and George W Bush owned Scottish Terriers and FDR's terrier who was named Fala or Fala uh, actually received more fan mail than many presidents did so the dog was more popular than a good amount of presidents, which is a little odd, but hey, it's a dog, so what can you say? All right, so that is all I have for you guys for Lady and the Tramp 1 and 2. I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you guys had fun learning a little bit more about some uh, dog breeds. I know I love learning about some dog breeds. We'll learn about some more different types of dog breeds and a couple other animated films coming up here. So that's all I have for this week. Hope you guys had fun, learned a little bit, and make sure you guys stay tuned for next week's episode, which is going to be 101 Dalmatians. So we're going to be talking about more dog breeds, like I said, coming up. So if you want to learn about more doggos, Stick with me and check back in next week to see the update for 101 Dalmatians. But until then, hope you guys had fun 
And thanks for joining us this week. Bye.